0: That's funny because I was thinking the same thing as Shiloh about how, like, at the end, at, in end of game situations, you know, one team will be disciplined enough to, you know, not foul and play good defense and get a couple stops and, you know, win the game. And the other lose their patience, lose their cool, and do the complete opposite and lo- end up losing the game. But I guess, I don't know, something that just came to me was how, like, my mom, she, like our parents discipline us whenever we do something wrong. And, you know, if I said something on accident, that's like, maybe, you know, a little disrespectful, um, you know, she would, she would take away my phone, like as a punishment to discipline me, to teach me a lesson of, Oh, um, like, don't do this again. That's not, that's not how you're supposed to live your life. Like don't be disrespectful to people. And, you know, it's made me a better person and it, it helps me to hold my tongue back if I want to say something disrespectful. But then I learned that I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So and and then with people who don't get disciplined throughout their childhood, you know, they live like a free life where their parents don't really care. You know, they you'll see them like just be openly disrespectful, like teachers in school. And I would I would kind of look at them like, Are you serious right now? Like you're really just gonna say that? without feeling anything like without feeling bad about it and it just made me appreciate like all the times that my mom disciplined me even though I obviously hated it at the time um it definitely just makes you a better person so discipline is something we all need in our lives regardless of how we feel about it
1: oh my goodness that is like perfect um yeah discipline is like really important even though you may not want it to happen when it's happening, but you will be grateful for it when there comes a situation where if you didn't get that discipline for that certain thing, um, you would be in a totally different situation, most likely for the worst. Right. So we're going to talk about how procrastination and how it um, deal and how we deal with it when we're um, in our spiritual journeys, or any examples in the Bible that may come up. And um, I'm gonna bring up this memory verse to think about as well. And it's from Luke 12:40. You must you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour will you not expect him? And my parents throw this at me a lot, especially during worship. It, they throw it at me like remember to read your daily devotions and pray to God have a relationship before it's before there's no more time left you cannot procrastinate on that because it's going to bite you back you can't make that up again so you got to be you gotta make sure you got to be ready when that happens so Gabriel and then Maya
2: Okay, um, so I heard you ask two questions, examples in the Bible, and then um, personally. Uh, so my favorite Bible character and a perfect example in the Bible, of procrastination in my opinion, is Gideon and um, how God told him that he was going to do something and Gideon kept procrastinating and he kept asking for more signs and kept um, making excuses. And he just kind of kept doubting himself and doubting God. And I think that ties in perfectly to how to deal with procrastination especially in our spiritual journey, we need to identify the excuses we're making and then stop making them. I think the biggest thing with a lot of relationships with God is like Shiloh said, she really hit the nail on the head there. She said, the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we have more time, that if we sin, we can ask God for forgiveness, that we can say devotional tomorrow, that we can have worship at the end of the day. And something that these past two years have showed me with absolute clarity is that we don't have time. You can go out today, you won't come home tonight. Uh, you can say something to someone, and that can be the last thing you ever say to them. And a lot of times we forget the sacredy and the briefness of life. You know, one minute's there, one minute it's there, and the next is gone. And you don't know when that you don't know when that's going to end for you. And so I think something that really keeps me centered, something that really keeps me focused, and something that really keeps me um, on my I guess you could say on my grind with God and trying to stay with Him is remembering that every single moment I have, every single breath I take, is a blessing and an opportunity. And absolutely any moment I may cease to exist, so I should use every moment I have for God.
3: Um, going back to the, um, you know, uh, I guess piggybacking off of what uh, Gabe said about having time. You know that that goes like to the ten virgins. Five of them came prepared, um, and you know the other five didn't. And you know they thought, well, they didn't they didn't prepare for a delay or they didn't prepare for a um uh for a hiccup in the road. Um, and I guess a, a question that I have is, can you can you prepare yourself not to procrastinate? Like, is can you like, I guess, put things in place to stop you from procrastinating? Like, is there a, a formula? Like, what what does that look like? What do, I guess not preparing, uh, preparing to not procrastinate. How about that? Is there is there a formula for that? Can I jump in there? I know
4: y'all been doing your thing, but I just feel like that's a good question that I think it would be helpful to me to share some wisdom. Um, One of the things that I think uh, would be great to prepare not to procrastinate is to really do a better job with your own self-awareness. Being self-aware is like one of the greatest superpowers that any of us could um, possess. And so if you notice that you are a procrastinator I wanna encourage you right now to do some reflection over this weekend around why you procrastinate. Think about the last assignment, the last project, um, the last chore (laughs) that you had to do and why you waited until the last minute or or almost the last minute to start it. Um, I myself, I shared in the chat that I noticed in grad school that my procrastination has come from a place of intimidation, that sometimes my assignments intimidate me. um, And so I don't think that I have what it takes to do well on it. And so then I'm waiting to the last minute um, to do it. Another reason I noticed that sometimes I procrastinate is because I think I, I will master the assignment. And so I got time, you know? Uh, I I have pretty much have an idea of how long it's going to take me to do it. So, you know, I'll do my thing when I get to it. Um, I think that's rooted in pride. And so I would encourage us to check both of those pieces of our hearts. Um, Is there pride in my heart that says I got this and I'll get to it when I get to it? Or is there intimidation? And if it's pride, I want to encourage us right now And like I said, over this weekend, over the next few weeks, to really think about the external factors. I learned that in class last night. The external factors that can impact the project, the assignment, the chore that we have to do. Sometimes external factors are positive. Sometimes external factors are negative. And so something might happen where You've waited till the last minute. The assignment is due in a couple hours or the next day, and you've waited until the very last minute, but now your computer's broken. Now there's a power outage and your laptop or device is completely dead or about to die. And so, oh my goodness, what are you going to do? How are you going to turn in this assignment in a virtual world, right? Right. Or an external factor that's on a positive is maybe you've waited until the very, la- sorry about the background noise. Maybe you've waited until the very last minute, but there's a birthday party that you didn't know about that's about to happen. Or your grandparents come to visit you, right? Or it's a super duper nice day and your friends are getting together, but now you can't go because you're stuck in the house doing your work. But maybe you could have started it a week or two ago. So check your check check your intention. Check. Check whether or not it's pride or, or intimidation, fear. And uh, one way to, I think, mitigate the fear factor is to talk with your teachers. You have an assignment, you're feeling fearful about it. Uh, um, you know, um, Make an appointment with your teacher during office hours to talk about the assignment quick example. I have a final paper due for my human behavior and social environment two class. I'm not really sure about this final paper. I emailed my teacher this week. Hey, Dr. Tate, I need to meet with you. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about this assignment. Um, your teachers want to be able to talk with you about what you're concerned about, what you're afraid of as it pertains to the work that you are being assigned. So that's my little, that's my little two cents for the, for the week. I think
1: we all think that was more than a little bit of two cents. Um, that, was, that was a lot you said, and I agree with all of it. It's one thing that I've learned throughout middle school is to never be shy to ask for help. It's like, even if the teacher may be super intimidating, the worst thing they can say is like, no. Like, even with that, they're not really doing their job if you're, if they're not willing to help. But most of the time, they'll be willing to help in one way or another. If, yeah, in one way, I can correlate correlate procrastination with spirituality. Let me bring up the example of the assignment again. So, you haven't you've been putting off this assignment for a while. You know it's been there and you and it's been soon, but it's been due for a while. So, when you finally get to it, you don't have the the materials to do it. And by the time you have the time to do it again. It, the teacher has already graded it. You've run out of time. It's you don't have any more time, eat. that's your last and final chance. And it's gone. Now I want to correlate that to the Second Coming. You don't know when it's happening, but you should always prepare and be ready because you don't know when it's going to happen. So you have to you have to study. You have to know your Bible for when it happens, and. So when it happens, you can be
4: prepared and you won't be left behind. Amen, Madeline. Before we close, I just need to say that, little sis, (laughs) young queen, this whole topic, the message that you prepared, I just feel like it really hits home for a lot of us. Some of your teachers struggle with procrastination, okay? Um, There are adults in your lives who struggle with procrastination and I think what you just dropped here this week for us to consider is really helpful for us to like really face ourselves in the mirror, look at ourselves in the mirror and say, what is going on? Because many of us have asked ourselves the same question, have like, oh my gosh, why do I keep doing this, you know? And it's like, no, this this recording, you facilitating this discussion is like the dose of of medicine that we've all needed. So I praise God for you being used by his spirit. And um, I'm really looking forward to all the ways that you will continue to bloom and blossom on the podcast and in your life. All right. Who's praying us out?
2: I don't mind praying. Uh, please bow your heads and close your eyes for a word of prayer. Most gracious and heavenly Father in heaven, I I thank you for uh, this this message. Uh, I thank you for blessing me, Father God. I don't know who else was blessed, but I know I was blessed. I thank you for using your servant, Father God, to deliver this message. I ask that as she continues to live through her day-to-day life, Father, you would bless her. You would imbue her with our Holy Spirit, and you would allow anyone whom she encounters to see you shining through her and not her. Be with us, Be with us all now and forevermore, Father God. And allow us to have not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of faith so that whenever we are confronted with something that seems daunting, something that seems impossible for us to do, allow us to take it by the horns. Remember that you've given us the strength to do everything that we need to do. Allow us to remember the, to know when we need to ask for help and be with us now and forevermore. Thank you, Father God. I love you. Bless us all, watch us all, and protect us all. It's in your name I humbly pray this prayer. Amen.